You're listening to Unleash Your Extraordinary, the podcast that helps you supercharge your personal development. I'm Jess, this is episode 44, and I'm so glad you're here. Do you ever catch yourself holding on to a dream and not taking action on it? Having an element of your vision or your mission that is untouched, that you are reserving for when? Do you ever feel like you are putting something on pause, putting an element of your dream that you feel called to take action on, and yet it sits there waiting, and you hesitate, and you question, and you doubt, right? And you wonder whether it's the right time now. Again, maybe it's that who am I narrative that is showing up, that is causing you to pause and hesitate and wait. And then when we wait, that's when, in the silence of inaction, our fear takes hold and we start to hear all of these things like, what if I do this and it doesn't work? What if I invest this time, money, energy, and it doesn't work? And in that moment, right, who would move forward with those fears? When we think about it, why would we step into that when all we really can focus on is the fear? And I think until we notice that, until we notice that it's the silence of an action that allows the fear to breathe, to take up space and to take up our attention and our focus, that in itself becomes a powerful tool. Because as soon as we're aware of that, we can catch ourselves and we can notice, oh, I feel like I'm hesitating here, but I know I feel called to do this thing. I know on the inside, this hesitation comes from a place of wanting to step in, wanting to be bigger, go bolder, but it also comes with a natural fear of that but it's not a fear like a rational fear. It's not a fear of, if I do this, the world will crumble, or if I step out in front of this tiger, it will actually get me. It's more, we fear what's in our imagination, a massive paraphrase of the Seneca quote. All of those fears are in our imagination, and as I believe Seneca did say, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Isn't that interesting? A, as to why we do it to ourselves, obviously survival, old school legacy ways that our brain tries to keep us safe. But also, if we know it's something that deep down we feel called to do, if we go back to where we started, the question that I opened with, where we know it is an element of our dream, surely we would go all in. And this got me thinking, and the reason I've been curious about this idea, this sort of almost concept of self-commitment really, and what that looks like in practice, whether that's self-belief in action, whether that's knowing when we hesitate and shifting to action as quickly as possible or rationalizing the fears that we might hear knowing that they're in our imagination they're not truth they're not in the world they're not reality and often exactly as that quote says we suffer more in our minds than we do in reality if we think about it right when was the last time that you stepped into doing something that at that moment felt so scary and then as soon as it was done, it felt brilliant. You know, a classic example of, say, public speaking or sharing your idea with a team comes to mind where leading up to that event, we feel all of the bodily sensations to freak out, right? To want to not do it. Then we do it and it's amazing. It's high fives all around because we feel the elation that we stepped into and through that fear. But more from the positive perspective, we did the thing that we wanted to do. We didn't let fear hold us back. And I've just been thinking about this with self-commitment largely this last week. 
well, last week into this week, actually, it's been a bit of a two week marination because I caught myself, I caught myself hesitating on an element of the dream that I have, on the mission that I have. And it was in that moment of hesitation that I suddenly thought, shit, this is where I need to employ self-commitment in action and to take the action to do the thing, to begin with absolutely zero idea of how it will unfold. And so often, I think then when there's an element of our dream and particularly there's different threads to the dream, which I certainly have in terms of my coaching, the group work that I do, and then this other piece, which I'll come on to, I can find myself focusing on the threads that I can most control, the threads that feel most predictable, such as working with my one-on-one clients and going all in on doing my absolute best to serve them as powerfully as I possibly can, or with the groups where you know X number of people are going to be in the room and this is the topic that we're talking about and there's structure and there's almost, yeah, there's certainty. And then there's this other thread, this other thread which to me feels so big yet it isn't and it feels scary but it isn't and it's one of these ones where it's creating content it's creating more content being more visible and to kind of expand on the work that I do from those areas of the coaching clients with my one-on-ones with the group and to really try and bring those techniques those ideas even elements that we discuss in this podcast to expand the content that I create, to try to help as many people as possible. And yet I hesitated. I had the thing that I wanted to purchase to invest in this thread, to commit to this thread. And I paused and I waited and I decided not to. I thought, no, I'm not gonna, I don't need that camera. I'll just go with my phone. And then I realized, no, my phone doesn't feel sort of it's like I'm committing enough it doesn't feel high quality enough so I then went back to the camera and then I hesitated again and really when I think about it it's buying a camera and yet for me in that moment it was so much more than buying a camera and that moment that sort of epiphany of why am I hesitating on buying a camera when I know I want to invest in that thread I know I want to step into that unknown entity and expand my work expand my mission Yet it was that that sort of woke me up to this curiosity around, huh, I wonder where else this shows up. I wonder where else we find ourselves dancing around the edges rather than stepping boldly into the middle and hesitating rather than just doing. And I wonder where it shows up where we might not notice it. Because if I feel like I'm moving forward full guns blazing in these other threads of my mission and my business... I could quite easily justify not moving forward in the other because I could let those others expand into my time and into my week that I just wouldn't have capacity to do the content, to step into that, planting the seeds for that next thread. And it it really reminded me of a quote that I was sent a long time ago and it has stayed with me ever since. And that quote is, the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. Unforeseen incidents, meetings and material assistance, which no human, adapted from man, no human could have dreamed would have come their way, adapted from his. So when we think about this, and that's by Goethe, I've just learned how to pronounce his name, definitely have to admit that I thought it was Goethe this whole time, please forgive me. 
But when we think about that, right, I'll read it one more time. The moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too, or I'll just read the beginning. That's where I then start to think, what does it look like to definitely commit oneself? And even if there are elements where we feel like we are on the path to where we're going, towards our mission, where we are doing our best work, what else is there? What's left in the tank of commitment to the extent where we could say with absolute certainty that we are definitely committed, that we have definitely committed oneself so that providence moves too. And from that, I read that providence in my language would be the universe, serendipity, all of the magical little unpredictable experiences that happen and unfold in life that at the beginning of setting that ambition, we probably couldn't have predicted. And I'm sure that when you look back over your experience, there's been elements like that, right? That providence has shown up in your life. The universe has shown up. Maybe it's that you notice you committed, you absolutely set your sights on a certain company role or experience or person that you wanted to work with or be friends with or know. And then before you know it, that has actually happened. So I feel like there's evidence for this. I feel like there is evidence for Goethe's wisdom there, right? And this also, this quote, by the way, I don't know when he specifically said those words, but he lived between 1749 and 1832. Talk about some early wisdom. And I just think, what if we were to really hold on to that? What if in the moment where I was hesitating about buying the camera, was I definitely committed at that moment? I don't know if I was because I still was having the thoughts of what if this doesn't work? What if I invest in this camera and it doesn't work or it has zero impact or I might as well have used my phone? And actually, I think they are very normal thoughts because, again, I was creating the silence where fear could appear. And then by listening to those fears, it increased my sense to want to hesitate, to want to say I'll sleep on it, I'll think how I feel tomorrow. And I just, I wondered in that moment, what if closing the gap of thinking and doing is the act of self-commitment, is self-belief in action? And actually, if I, as I then went on to do, to buy the camera, funny story about that, ended up getting the wrong one, Ugh, classic universe pullback, when in that moment, joking aside, in that moment, by me then committing to getting the camera, that in itself was an act of self-commitment. That was me saying no to the fear and yes to the dream. And so I wonder, where do you feel, bringing us again back to that starting question, where do you notice that you're not buying the camera? Where do you notice that you are playing smaller than you know you want to? Where does it feel like you are dancing around the edges rather than stepping boldly through the middle? Where do you feel like you're pausing to let hesitation and then overthinking and fear take hold, even though you know you want to achieve that dream, even though you know it's one of these that has circled around and not left you because there is this sense that you are called to do it, even if it feels bigger than you might feel is possible right now, it's starting. And so when you think about that, when you think about this idea of self-commitment and closing the gap by definitely committing oneself, inspired by our good friend Goethe, what would be different? What would you do differently 
to start committing to the threads of your dreams that you feel you've been hesitating on or holding back from so far. And I also want to say here, right, there is zero judgment around holding back. Like, I am more than happy and comfortable sharing the story about the camera with you because I know that that awareness ignited the commitment and that's what matters. It doesn't matter if you've had the same dream for the last 10 years, 5 years, 10 weeks, 10 days. It doesn't matter. The point is, and the thing that the thing that does matter is that from the awareness of knowing that is actually something I've wanted to do for so long, or that is something I feel so strongly compelled to begin. That's the key, is knowing that, trusting that, and then taking action from that place and choosing to definitely commit oneself, which doesn't have to be acts like investing in a camera or quitting your job or whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be a bold act, not that buying a camera and quitting your job is anywhere near the same thing, but you know what I mean? It can be an internal commitment that, hey, actually, when I catch myself hesitating, my commitment to myself, my self-commitment is that I'm going to take action and that I'm going to move from inaction to action as quickly as possible. Because I know that when I hesitate on something that I deeply want to do, that creates the space for fear. And actually those fears are just a distraction because we suffer more in our imagination than we do in reality. Thank you, Seneca. And I just think, imagine if we could know that we are definitely committed to those threads of our dreams. What would you do differently? What would you start saying yes to that you might be saying a maybe or a to at the moment? What would you start saying no to? Because you know that in order to achieve those threads of the dream, there needs to be a fearless focus. And knowing that actually, yeah, if I've got this thread, this thread, and this thread, I can't say yes to things that don't fit under those threads for me, that don't move my vision forward or my personal development, my growth, my evolution forward. And so to really think about how we can implement self-commitment, I have a few questions that I'd love to take you through and I hope will help you see and build awareness around where it might feel like you're holding back. And then from a place of self-love rather than judgment, you can step forward, you can definitely commit oneself to those elements that you feel compelled to. So what's that idea or thread of the dream, that urge that keeps coming back to you, that keeps circling around when you think about what you dream of doing, how you dream of growing, or who you dream of being? What are the threads that keep appearing? Or maybe there's just one really prominent thread that the more that you avoid it, the more that you don't yet work on it, the louder it gets to sort of nudge you towards its direction and to nudge you towards its existence. What's that thread? What's that thing that comes up? And even the one that you're thinking of right now that you might be starting to squash already thinking, oh no, I can't do that yet. Or that's beyond where I feel I am now. That's too big for right now. Ignoring those voices for a minute What's that urge? What's that thing that keeps trying to get your attention? What's that thing? Where do you notice yourself dancing around the edges? Where do you notice yourself? Maybe it's to that urge that you've just identified or that you feel now is calling you to start working on it and start giving it the focus and the time and the space and the commitment. Maybe it's that. Or maybe there's other threads where you still know you've got more to give. 
maybe it's part of your role or part of the person that you want to be where you feel like you're dancing around owning your voice speaking up in meetings starting the thing that you want to do playing around with something on the side rather than really taking the plunge where do you feel like you're dancing around and where do you feel compelled to step in to really just step into that middle and to know that if you had unwavering self-belief you probably would have done it already and actually if you can then draw that in and come from that place because you already have that reserve of unwavering self-belief in you if you came from that place what would you commit to what would you begin or what would you take to the next level and if through this you've noticed that yes Jess I am actually dancing around the edges and I do feel like I'm holding back what are you assuming that's stopping you from committing What are you assuming that's stopping you from taking yourself from dancing around the edge to stepping boldly into the middle? What assumptions are you making that are holding you back? And again, using our good old friend Seneca's words, what assumptions are in your imagination and possibly not in reality? What might you be believing that rather than a thought to be believed, it's an assumption to be tested? What are you assuming that's stopping you from stepping boldly into self-commitment. And if you knew that, the thread of the dream that you're seeing right now, or the idea that you have that you know you want to step off the edges from and step boldly into the middle, if you knew that that was absolutely possible for you, what would you do without hesitation? What do you suddenly feel excited and drawn to do? What ideas are bubbling up? Let them bubble, let them grow without squashing them with self-doubt or wondering whether they're possible, what ideas would you feel called to do if you knew the thing, the vision, the idea that you have is absolutely possible for you? And to bring us back to kind of wrap this episode around the theme of self-commitment, where do you feel called to commit? Where do you notice that there is something left in the tank of commitment? And maybe these ideas might not come to you straight away, right? It can be a challenge when we sit and listen to a podcast or sit in a coaching session or whatever it might be where we suddenly think that we should know the answers right away. It might be that the main takeaway from this episode is this new lens of being able to notice, when am I hesitating? When am I holding back from taking action? And when am I creating this space for fear to take hold, knowing that actually, if I do feel called to do the thing that I'm working on, that I'm about to take action on, what if that space doesn't serve me? And what if I can instead definitely commit oneself and take the plunge, take the step, take the action without letting the fear of the unknown overwhelm us and keep us safe and small? And so I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you with that lens to take away from this episode and where around the world, as you start to notice where you might be catching yourself from feeling definitely committed, using good old Goethe's words. Actually, yeah, I'll leave you again to really finish with that quote because I love it so much and I think it's very powerful. As I mentioned, I have adapted some words like man and his to work more inclusively. So forgive me, Goethe. Here it is. The moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. Unforeseen incidents, 
meetings and material assistance, which no human could have dreamed would have come their way. And so I'm curious, what will you commit to? What do you feel called to definitely commit yourself to, knowing that providence will move to, knowing that from that moment, all sorts of things and universal magic will show up for you? And if you feel called to step into that commitment and to share it with me, I would love to hear what you're committing to and cheer you on as much as humanly possible. So you can do that. You can share that with me by taking a screenshot of you listening to the podcast and add it, say in text form over that image and tag me as at Jess Ratcliffe or do it in your style. Maybe that's in an Instagram story or a post or whatever feels right, a direct message. Either way, you can tag me as at Jess Ratcliffe and I would love to cheer you on and celebrate your commitment. And one last thing before you go, would you mind, if you've enjoyed this episode, would you mind leaving a rating and review in iTunes, please? It honestly means the world and also really does help other people find the podcast too. Thank you. Have a brilliant week and I will see you next time.